Good morning and welcome back to Margin. This morning, we're going to talk about how to manage your finances in your 30s. So let's jump right into it. Welcome to the Millennial Margin Podcast. I created this personal finance resource out of necessity as I've watched countless people schedule away, mortgage up, and max out their lives. Margin is simply the antithesis, providing leeway in an increasingly marginless culture. If you want to build margin into your personal finances on a daily basis, this is the podcast for you. So as you continue on in your journey, you are likely to become more and more concerned about protecting what it is that you've built thus far. Now, this is very typical as most people fear regression or the possibility of losing much more than they fear a a almost missing out um, on the progression and on the growth that they could have experienced. Now, that being said, This is no different with your finances. And this is why in your 30s, you should start thinking about how to protect, how to defend against attack, and all the while figure out how to actually grow your income. So you can probably think of the various insurance policies you currently have in place right now. Um, Most at this stage would most likely have at least two to three examples of insurance policies. Now, For example, if you rent an apartment or home, you are typically required to carry renter's insurance for the contents of your dwelling, even though the property itself would be covered by the owner's policy itself. It's important for you to actually have your contents of your space uh, actually covered because they're not likely to be covered in the provision of the owner's policy. Now, if you own a car, you are also required to have at least liability insurance. And if it's financed, you're typically required to have a comprehensive coverage plan for your vehicle. Now, you may have an insurance plan on your phone or on your laptop, on electronics, or maybe on appliances. Uh, These policies should be reviewed annually. All of them, all of the above should be reviewed annually, if not more often, just to ensure that they meet the needs of what you have uh, currently in life. Now that we are halfway through the year, it is a perfect opportunity to make a list of every extended warranty, every insurance policy you have, and be able to go through those insurance policies to determine what items you no longer have that you're paying an insurance policy for. Uh, You may have policies that are outdated or maybe even obsolete, and you may have some that you just simply need to be re-examining or even getting rid of. Now, benchmark number three considers three specific areas of insurance that are absolutely critical to this stage of life. So if you are in your 30s, you will wanna make sure to have a health insurance policy as this is the leading contributor to bankruptcies uh, due to being underinsured or uninsured uh, with having high resulting balances of medical debt. Now, having health insurance should include at least health, of course, as well as dental and vision, depending on your actual individual needs. Now, if you are employed, you may use a company-sponsored plan. Uh, If you are not yet in your 30s, and let's say that you are under the age of 26, which is usually the cutoff point to be on your parents' policy, you may actually be covered under them still. So if you're 
self-employed, you may look at a private policy or a shared healthcare network of some kind. Being that it's so important that you have health insurance, just make sure that you have it in place, even if you're in good health. Now, the second component comes down to shelter. Now, if you own or rent, you are probably required to have a homeowner's policy or renter's policy accordingly. Now, much of that is pretty straightforward. If you do own your home, your condo, your townhouse, uh, look at the policy to see if it will cover a full rebuild on the home in the event that you have a flood or a fire and not just the assessed value, not just the original value of that dwelling, especially in an environment where materials and labor are both heavily inflated. So make sure to update a listing of your belongings once per year. This should be done via pictures or video and should be maintained on something as simple as an Excel spreadsheet or a Google sheet and ideally on the cloud, as well as a physical location. But in the event that you lose your computer, you wanna be able to access what it was uh, that you are trying to record as your contents. So the third component comes down to vehicle. Now, if you own a car, a truck, a van, SUV, motorcycle, or some other type of motorized transportation, you wanna be sure that you have a liability or comprehensive insurance policy to protect that uh, that asset, that that vehicle, that means of transportation. Now, don't just go with the first insurance provider that you come across, but find a fiduciary that can shop the rates across a number of different companies. Now, you may not need to have full comprehensive insurance, although a broker uh, who's not a fiduciary may push you uh, toward a higher premium uh, and in turn, a greater amount of insurance, even though it may not be necessary. So you cannot simply look at the premium. Uh, what I would recommend is that you look at the premium from a standpoint of your necessities, what you need, and in turn, run the math to see if it, liability only makes sense or if you need comprehensive. Now, you may want to run a quick calculation utilizing kellybluebook.com, kbb.com, or nada.com to determine the value of your vehicle. Then you would basically take the difference between the price of the two premiums and divide it into that vehicle cost, the, the value of the vehicle. That will tell you the number of months or years it would take you to, to apply that savings to replace that vehicle at some point. And I think that would be eye-opening so that you can figure out, okay, does it make more sense for me to get a liability policy or to get a comprehensive policy. Now, oftentimes you are offered a gap insurance policy if you purchase through something like a dealership. Before opting into this, make sure that you take the time to evaluate the depreciation curve on your specific vehicle. As I've mentioned before, if you go through the process of buying the right vehicle and buying it right, you most likely don't need policies like this. Now. You want to make sure to look at the vehicle that you're buying and run it through uh, an evaluation from a standpoint of the first, second, and third year uh, on kellybluebook.com or nada.com to see if, uh, if that policy would make sense if it has a steep depreciation curve. Uh, that being said, though, 
you want to make sure that that vehicle is covered in the event of it getting stolen or there being a total loss due to an accident. Now, at a minimum, look at these three components in particular. Make sure that you have these three. Now, in the next episode, I'm gonna go through four more bonus aspects that you want to consider in your 30s and you will want to see if it makes sense depending on your wealth, your marital status, and whether you have a lot of belongings and or liabilities. So you'll want to look at those components to see if it makes sense for these additional policies. So my call to action today is to look at the policies that you have to see if you have each of these three components covered and make sure that you have enough coverage in the right areas. Thank you for your time. Enjoy your day and we'll see you back here tomorrow. If this information is helpful to you, please do follow, visit millenniummargin.com or connect with me on Margin's social platforms.